people, how you doing? Hi people, what's popping? Hi people, Kilo Shele. Welcome to the realest, the dopest, the coolest vibes on vibes and not your regular Christian podcast where we talk about everything and anything relating to godly living. I am Obolali Olatawara, also known as Obolali Omoba. Hi proudly and unashamedly the banner of Jesus everywhere and anywhere. Talk and vibe with Bolali is just about to get lit. In this episode, I have about six people here and we will be talking about our experiences in summer Christian camps and the impact they had and still have on our faith journey as children, teens and even adults. Are you excited? First and foremost, let's meet our guests. I guess you'd like to get to know you. Who are you? What do you do? You know, you know. So over to you, my guest. Hi. Hi. What's, what's your name? What do you do? What would you like us to know? What do you love doing? Over to you, ma. Okay, ma. So my name is Biwa and um, my identity at the moment as per occupation is a student. Like I'm a student of the University of Ibadan studying agricultural economics and yeah, and I'm a child of God. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. Glory to God. She said uh, <laughs> occupation at the moment. Like, what did you say? As yeah, I now my, my, my major occupation, all my silent occupations should not be said outside. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, Viola. Over to you, Gracie. Hi, everyone. This is not my real voice. <laughs> so please, let's manage this. We will manage okay. it. My name is Gracie Imo, and I'm a podcaster. I'm the host of Grow and Glow Podcast podcast for young adults helping them to deal with issues in their lives in order to become the best version of themselves. Um, because she mentioned where, like she mentioned that she's a student. I think I'll mention that too. You know, I don't like mentioning it because as well speaking that way. <laughs> but um I'm a final year student of the University of Nigeria Osuka studying creative arts and what it is. Well, I just love having fun and enjoying life with my friends. I'm podcasting, so it's good to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Gracie. <laughs> and as to the part, I think I got more closure when somebody said, I am a part time student at the moment, thanks to Asu. So, you know, you cannot say part time student and all of that. Okay, how about to you, Fermi? Who are you? What do you do? Fermi dollars, Fermi currency, what's up? Tell us. What's it about you? Hello, my name is Fermi. I'm a medical student of University of Florida. I think that's pretty much about me. Then, I'm currently I'm a farmer, so let, let me just put that there. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for laughing. Obviously, you're not no, laughing. No, I was about to ask, why are you laughing? Why? <laughs> That's why I said I'm sorry for laughing. I probably should know that I'm not laughing because he's a farmer. But I feel like it's the way he said it aggressively, like, come and beat me. So Nathaniel, please tell us who are you? What do you do? Who do you rap? Are you a part-time student or a major student? My name is Nathaniel, also known as Adi. Yeah, um student of University of Ibadan, part-time student. But then um I'm into music production and audio engineering, so that's basically it for now. Thank you very much. And the last person, and not in any way the least, Success. Um, hi, I'm Success, also known as Adejoke. I'm a part-time student at the moment, University of Learning, plants biology, 
I also do graphic design once in a while, and I'm a Jesus baby. Yeah, <laughs> you get Jesus baby, and that's not it. So energy, I mean, come on, see our guests now. We have the medical students, we have the farmer, we have the graphic designer, we have Biola, the Jesus baby. We have graced the podcaster. So you guys, I mean, you should be sure, you should be convinced that you're here to hear everything. The most assuring thing is regardless or despite all these titles, these people always knew them about to one day. That's the name of Jesus, you know. <laughs> okay, now, without further ado, let's dive right into the questions. So the first question is, in what year did you attend your first camp and were you very enthusiastic about going? So I'm shooting this question to Ferrari. I think my first camp was in 2013. Yeah, I was in GS2 2013. Yeah, I was enthusiastic about going because it was Ari camp. It's like a boys' brigade, so I've heard stories about it. So it's um camp where everybody come to worship, then do parade, just like a paramilitary this thing. Then yeah. go and other stuff. So I was really enthusiastic about going. Oh, that's really nice. Gracie, do you want to tell us about your first experience, your first, the first camp you attended? I were you enthusiastic about it? Were you crying? I said, Mommy, no, don't leave me. I'm not going. Well, I think my story might be different because, um, might be different from everyone's story here because before I was born, <laughs> the parents had been going for camp. So I was born into a family of people who go for camp. Okay, if you ask maybe when I like grew up, like when I was like understand what was happening, that okay, I'm going for a camp. Yes, I was so excited. I think I was like six years old, maybe. Wow. And for sure. And I was going with my sister, so I knew I was covered. So yes, I was still very excited about going for camp. Wow, wow. That's amazing. So like think basically, is there anybody that did not feel enthusiastic about going to camp? Is there anybody? Let me see, let me know. Anybody? I think we all felt enthusiastic. Okay, moving on So, On the first day of your first camp, how did you deal with the mixed feelings of being in an environment where you did not know anyone? Knowing fully well that you are stuck with these people for three, four days, sometimes even seven days, and you cannot run anywhere. Builder, this question is for you. <laughs> First off, I was excited. Like the whole set of camp excited me, made me happy. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to be away from home and be around people my age because I grew up around a lot of older people. Yeah. But then when I was actually in camp, and then I just saw that ah, a lot of people, like you know, because it were a lot, so a lot of people are going to stay in one room, and then the whole idea of bunk beds, and I'm like, okay. There's somebody on top of me that can fall down anytime. Stay <laughs> up either because I wasn't comfortable staying up. You know, I so just I had mixed with, but then I was also excited. Environment away from my parents, you know, just yeah. And then I, I knew I was going to be washing plates or doing any chore of the sort. So yeah, um, yeah. It, I was both happy and I also felt weird just because it was a new environment. But you know, I'll give it a fifty. Five percent good for the five percent. Eh, if you can Did you have these feelings on the first day of your first camp? Were you planning how to escape, how to run away, how to fake that you were sick and all of that and say, People, please take me over. I cannot do this. Over to you, success. Like, I was really looking forward to camp because I've been at home for like six years. So I was really looking forward for like 
like an escape. I'll say an escape away from home. I mean, I, got, I mean, when we got to this day, I was kind of nervous that oh, three people in the room, that be able to cope. But then again, the, the other people in the room were just so fantastic. After, after purpose, I usually go with this thing. I'll just like whatever it is, I'll just go with this. Oh, that's nice. Okay, next question. Gracie, so far, how many cups have you attended? Like the easy were born, and now that you pick up it, how many cups have you attended? <laughs> okay, let me count this right. Couple, some cups. What about the ones that I did not really sleep in camp? I was going and coming. Should I count that? Yeah, it counts. It counts. It counts actually. It does. Well, I think six different camps. Oh, wow. Amazing. And how was your experience been so far? Generalizing, putting all these camps together? Hmm. First of all, when I was younger, it was, it was like. It was an experience because I'll be either I'll be the youngest teenager or youngest child or something there. So it was fun because they're taking of me for sure now. Hunger should not finish me. Growing yeah. has been amazing. Every wow. year, go to August because of camp or December yeah. because it's a part of me that I don't want to leave at all. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, so can you please share your most memorable experience, like of all the camps you have attended in your lifetime, the one memorable experience that you will never and never ever forget, and your children must hear this story. What is that story? What- well, coincidentally, the most memorable one that I'm yet to experience would be this year's zone. I've been attending camp oh. since when I was 10 years, so wow. like, like since 2012 down to 2022 yeah. i've attended like 10 different camps and then none have felt like this year's one because ah, the the vibe and the bond was just a theory was just somewhere something out of this world because um yeah. in in this year's camp it was a week away that i actually really needed to yeah. actually get some things from god and actually improve spiritually and even physically this camp i know that i beat my record in my tracks and field and all those stuff so i can say i this camp would be one my generation we hear about I'm like great grandfather went for this camp and then this camp turned his life around glory glory let me just chip this for you beautiful listener that is listening to this episode are you wondering Nathaniel, please do not accidentally reveal this camp you're talking about because this camp has a different episode that it owns by itself because trust me this camp was everything so please stay tuned for the next episode because you're going to hear about all the gist and everything that went down in this particular camp that Nathaniel is saying that his generation his grandchildren his great-grandchildren must hear about so over to you Fermi I want you to tell us your most embarrassing moment your most embarrassing experience in all the camps you have attended so far, put together, that you say this one, no, ha, it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Um, sadly, okay. I don't think I have any embarrassing moments. I don't think so, because I'm always, I think I'm always cautious when I'm, when I'm outside, so I don't think I have any. Hey, hey, Jagabal, you sure? Yes, no. I don't think, I can't remember. 
maybe if I have, I, I don't think I can remember any. Okay, okay, fair enough. Success. Do you have any embarrassing moments, any embarrassing experience that you were like, oh my God, I am loved at home. I need to enter the ground right this moment. No, no, no. I don't think I have any issues because I'm only super conscious. Hey. I don't have any. Hey, God. Hey, God. You people want me to share my most embarrassing moments. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Gracie, do you have any most embarrassing oh. moments in class? Please bail me. I cannot share this one. Well, you will have to share your share mine. It has to be equal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. No problem. Yeah, share yours. I'm wondering how come no one has an embarrassing moment. Are you for serious? <laughs> well, mine was like, like in the camp I go for, from camp, it's a teenager's camp, and as a, I was not a teenager, I was still, I was still a child, Then call myself that. <laughs> but <laughs> they scale us up into platoons. So platoons are groups for activities. So each night we present something, a drama, a song, a playlist, something like that. I was meant to be the child of the king at first. Okay. It's okay. I was maybe like seven years old or something, or eight or nine, I can't remember. And that night was, um, it's what we call traditional night. So everybody comes in a traditional attire. And I came okay. in and blouse that was really, really tight, especially the skirt. Looking <laughs> off the, the stage, or we call it the altar. Yeah. There are steps to go up, and I think I was meant to run in with my so-called father in the drama. I don't know if you understand. I understand. So you can imagine, as I was, as I was, he was holding my hand, and I was trying to run with him with my very tight head. I just slipped. I was that young, but I can still survive still now. Like when I slipped, yeah. so just like I just covered up, like part of the drama. <laughs> Yeah, it was really embarrassing Ah, oh, I'm so sorry. But the way you said it, last if you did some Jackie Chan move, some James Bond move, like you, you fell down and you made it flow like it was part of the drama. So I'm sure people did not exactly think it was an accident. Well, they did, though. You know teenagers now. Teenagers should say, ah, <laughs> you know something is up. You've not told us yours too. Ah, we tell my own. If there are two um, most embarrassing moments, I'm not going to mention my own again. Nathaniel, do you have a most embarrassing moment? You better say the truth, though, not because you want to hear my own. <laughs> Actually, I don't I don't remember having an embarrassing moment in camp. It was all be like a gentle boy, good boy vibe and everything. You don't stress yourself. I didn't want trouble. I will not trouble anybody. Hell. Hmm. Cool. So this is this is a conspiracy as long as I am concerned. Because you guys just want me to say my own. But it's no problem, I'm gonna say it. So it happens that a long time ago. Um I think I was still uh, I was still very young. Not very young. Probably I was about 11, 12. And I'm not sure if I had seen my period before that time. You already know where it is going. Or if I had not seen it. By now I was still very young and naive. Like the old menstrual flow and menstrual cycle thing was very new to me. I mean, I was probably like, you know, all those fine girls, but not fine girls, fine babies, like 12, 13, you know. There are always the babies of those older teenagers. So that's how I was to everybody. This Saturday night. You know Saturday night, they have the writing night. I think it was my group to present. And I know that we were presenting a drama and I was backing the stage throughout. 
only for me to calm down. And one very big uncle came to be spying my hair. Maybe I should go outside though. I'll be that I am staying though. Oh God. I ran to my room. I said, never. Oh, this cannot be me. A whole bottle made for greatness because I felt embarrassed. I, like the embarrassment I felt that day. Oh, Jesus, I'm not still it up to today. Because trust me, I was the star of the drama and I was everywhere. I was shaking my body. I was dramatizing. People were hailing me. It's all good. It's all good. We thank God for that. <laughs> So our next question. So this question is going to success. Success, yes. So can you categorically say going to camp made a huge difference in your life as a Christian or as a student, as a daughter, you know? Um, I've attended camp before and I was still 14. So I didn't really get anything. But this year camp, God, I feel like God just took me there for a reason. Because... No, my mindset as you know, mindset. <laughs> my mindset has like improved, like my mental health has improved. Um, as a student, I went there as a part-time student, say part-time student, but like I'm seeing changes in me. I know that okay, when I surely resume, they are also going to like show in my studies and everything. So I'm just grateful, grateful to God for taking me to come this year. So for Ferrari, I understand that you've been attending or be going for camp since like forever. Okay, so for you personally, can you categorically say that coming to camp or going for camps made huge differences in your life as a Christian, as a student, as a son, as a farmer, as a lover boy, as a money guy, as you know, what is that one difference you can say, okay, this is something that I know camp did for me. Yeah, camp has made um, a huge difference in my life. I mean, I started speaking in tongues in a, in a camp in 2015. Hallelujah! Then, and this this one I went for, this recent one, the one I went for, like, I think two weeks ago, engaged. I think what I learned there, I I think there's, they, they spoke about engaging God in everything we want to do. And yeah. whatever you know, you can't tell God that, okay, I want to do this. Then that means yeah. you should know that it is something bad. And I feel like there are some things maybe I might have done that I don't, I didn't really feel the need to like yeah. engage God in. But I think that one too has tried to like shape my, what I call it, mentality now. I've now realized that everything I want to do, everything you want to become, everything like your entire existence should be to be intertwined with God's um to be intertwined with God. So I think campus campus really changed my life. I've learned a lot in all the camps I've gone to and the one I learned to in this recent one I'll try to like put it into practice. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Thank you very much for being part of God. Okay, so, where is this is your question. So, what have been your highlights for every camp? Something you always look forward to, or something that never leaves you after camp? Something that is like, okay, you went for this year's camp, you're like, oh my God, this particular segment of this show was it for me. And the next camp, like, if nothing at all, is this safety you're looking forward to? So, what is that one thing that is always your highlight in every camp? Okay. As my voice is now, right now. <laughs> but well, um, I just need to explain what kind of camp I go for first of all. They're basically teenagers' camp or youth camps. So it's a teenagers' camp. So I was not really there as a teenager. I was there as 
a volunteer helping him out an auntie wow and so i'm going to start first of all as a teenager when i was a teenager when i was a teenager a part of me i mean a part of camp that i really love god and still love is praise and worship like it's it's the best so it's legit and also in, in the camp they do something called discussions whereby there are discussion groups that we talk about real life um, they're just a story and the story is really relatable whereby people bring up discussions i usually also look for i usually look forward to such discussions another camp for me is the night program every night there's an activity done there's traditional night there's musical night there is professionals night there's ceo's night so all those different activities are always exciting for me so yeah the best of all is on friday we usually we fast six to six and holy ghost ministration day i speak in tongues i am good in holy ghost but there's this atmosphere that comes on Friday. That's how my voice disappears. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, let's move over to the next question. Nathaniel, I know you attended camp this year. What were your expectations for this year, for this year's camp, and how were they met? Kindly start by telling us the theme for the camp you attend. Don't tell us the name. Just tell us the theme. Then tell us what you what you were expecting and what you got. What you were expecting versus what you got. You get. The theme for this year's camp is gold binge. So um basically talking about money and everything. What I actually expected was something of to your tent, O Israel something street i said it i don't like stressing people and i don't want to be stressed either so uh that's what i was actually expecting but then what i got was something that broke me i'd be like ah, no you cannot do to your tent to israel but it's actually um everything i learned actually um cut across my all the aspects of my life all the aspects of my life all the aspects of my life because i'm um, Looking at it, juxtaposing adulthood, money, responsibility, and everything. If I hadn't gone for that camp, believe me, the pressure would have been too much. But what I actually got was actually 0% of what I expected. But what I actually got was what I needed. I hope you get me. I absolutely do. I absolutely get you. Like, you were expecting something, and it was like, God took it, turned it away to suit you, what you actually needed. Like, you didn't see. You didn't really see importance of what they told you if you are not come to camp. But you got there and realized that, oh boy, oh boy, this aspect of my life actually needed this. And yeah, that's really great and that's really awesome. So success, what was the major takeaway from the camp you attended this year? What did you learn and what stood out for you spiritually? Like one thing that they ask you anytime, any day, that's success. I did care, What did you learn from this year's camp? Give us a sermon based on what you were taught in camp and this is one thing that you will say that oh boy you guys sit down let me holler you this thing one major like turning point for me like that um, i can always like for the next till i die i think that i'm going to be saying is that um we had a section with a guest a guest speaker and i asked the question that um how does he balance his spiritual life and his career because he's into um, music 
and I was expecting answers like, oh, this time I do this, this time I do that, you know, all those type of answers. And he just said that he takes it as one, that career must always reflect his spiritual life and like every other aspect of his life must also reflect his spiritual life. And that was one major turning point for me because I always wonder, okay, balance this, balance that, balance that, but like everything must be to the glory of God. I learned things about money, things I did not know, things that were mind-blowing to me. Like I learned um how to save, how to invest. Like I learned I learned <laughs> normally all these Ponzi scheme. I always thought that okay, I just don't do them because I don't think that they are like good. But actually I found that they're actually like a sin. Me, me they are like more like do being sure you get. So I didn't really 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 know that okay, these things are like things that a Christian should not go into. And um what's that for me spiritually? I would say I was always looking for this atmosphere of like because me on my own, I won't say okay, I do pray and everything, but like I was always looking for this atmosphere of like other Christians, other believers, we praying and like okay, there's this euphoric feeling where you are praying with other believers. Prayer life had like boosted, like maybe it was like 59, I can say it's like 65. So yeah, that was what this can be for me spiritually. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you. In fact, the short question I just asked you, I mean, most of us have been blessed and taking something one way or the other. Okay, now let me go to Nathaniel. This is a question for you. How do you plan to apply all that you have learned? Because no doubt, while we were being taught, you know, it sounded easy, especially because we were separated from the outside world. When I was receiving the advertisement or seeing advertisement of join this Ponzi scheme or seeing advertisement of Oh, you can be a bad guy and still love the Lord, you know. Now we are back to the real world, put back into the world to be the salt of the world, to be the light, communities of light, or even in the community of darkness. So now that you are back into this world, or into the world rather, <laughs> how do you plan to apply it? How, what's the system you want to put in place that draws you back to everything you learned this August? So much that till next year, August, you are still running by it. You are still running by it. Over to you, Nathaniel. Okay, what I actually learned in camp would actually help me in my lifetime because money is useless except it is parted with. That 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 phrase, that sentence, that quote would actually help me in investing my future and everything I, w- I want to do. So business-wise, I would I really put what I like to camp into practice business-wise. And even at camp this year, I, I had ideas, project ideas and everything. In turn, I would be able to affect generations and impact values. Do you get me? I get you, Pastor Nat. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, Gracie, did you have any limiting factors that hindered you or made it difficult for you, for your parents to release you to go to camp? This is a particular question to help other people that, okay, wanted to go or want to go to camp, or always wanted to go to camp, but they're also having this limiting factor. So please put this in mind so that when you're answering it, it can also help them to know how you overcame it and know that, okay, these limiting factors are also valid. Well, Lovely. I am an MK. I don't know if you know what MK means. So no. Okay, no. My dad is a missionary. So his ministries camp. So part of the ministries collaboration stuff like that. So I've never really been in such situations. Oh, I get yeah. it. Like everything is working together for your good about camp. Even the time you don't want to come, your parents are the ones reminding you that oh baby, there's camp. Oh, I get it. Okay, I think we are going to have to ask somebody else. Fair of me. Did you at any point 
have limiting factors that aided you from going to camp any year at all. Yeah, that would be my first camp. That was very small at that time. Like, what yeah. do I so my parents were like, you know, it's, it's an all boys camp where I, there's no there's no age limits like that. Like senior senior boys actually attend. They don't think they want me to go because of maybe they are scared I'll be bullied or whatnot. But I really wanted to go because people have been talking about that particular camp. So I spoke with some coordinators in my church to try to help me convince my parents. So yeah. they did that and they promised them that security and safety and everything that is on them, that nothing is going to happen. And oh. you know, they know how they, they're adults too, so they know how to persuade adults. Too. And my parents were like, okay, there's no problem. Then I should go since they've already assured them that nothing was going to happen to me. And nothing actually happened. So that was Glory. I think that that's the only that's the only limiting factor. So Glory, glory, glory. So thank you very much, Farabi. So to that beautiful listener that is listening and probably wants to go to camp, but there's the issue of, oh, you're small in size or in stature, or that your parents are like, oh, are you sure you want to? I cannot release my precious jaw, the apple of my eyes. I think one way that helped Farabi is to get the teachers, to get maybe ministers or your pastor to convince them, to let them know that, oh, this your daughter really wants to go and this camp will be a major uh, blessing to our life to his life you know you never can tell it will bless their hearts it will tender their hearts and you never know they can't just in jesus name they will allow you to go for camp okay we're almost getting to the end of this session so this question goes to success so some people have never been to a camp like at all all their lives i have this school of thought that camps are not for the socially awkward not for the shy not for the introverted for people that uh, do not like interacting with people you know what do you have to say to them? well like this year i made it my second time going to like any camp i don't think i've ever attended any camp the first time i went i was still pretty young so even my squad mates I wasn't really talking to them. But this time when I came, I won't say I'm an introvert, but like, if you don't talk to me, I won't talk to you. So that's the type of person I am. So this year come, I think I really was forced to engage in conversations. <laughs> I would say I was kind of forced. So everybody would be like, okay, what do you know about this person that is not in your squad? And I'll be like, oh, okay. I actually don't know any other person that is not in my squad. So I would say um, camp is like, where you that will burst that bubble of introversy or like socially awkwardness camp is surely going to burst that bubble because what i like to know is to be forced to socialize thank you gracie yeah can i say something concerning that thing? yes please um so anyone listening and maybe a reason you've not gone for any camp is you are feeling you might feel left out or you might not blend in with everyone well sincerely that's the truth but it's the truth if you let it be like that. Because I've seen people who say, okay, they can't, they don't have to talk to people and stuff like that. I was going for camps as a, as a teenager, as a child. I did not really put myself in, in there. I was just there. I would go for camp, talk to the same people I started talking to from home. I, did, I would not interact with anyone. But I realized that if I continue remaining the same, like continue being like that, I will not make any new friend. So I think the best way you can put yourself out there is by speaking to people. Like, 
not pushing yourself out too much, but making friends with people. Because camp is for it's for mixing up. You don't just go to camp and sit in one place. You go to camp and meet new people. That is where the fun too comes in. So anyone listening, if you camp is for people who are not shy, blah blah blah, it's not true. It's for you who is shy. Come to camp and you meet someone who is like you. And those friends you meet at camp, they're not friends you can see anywhere else. They are really special people. Yes, yeah. I'm going to just emphasize on what she said. The people you meet on camp, see, you will not find them anywhere. They are rare to find, and it is an opportunity, it is a privilege to have the best of the best in camp, to interact with them, to see them finish, in fact. I mean, you might not even get to see each other throughout till the next camp, but I mean, you see each other finish, you see when this person is sleeping, when this person is tired, and it's an experience that you should not fit for any. Okay, so let's go to Ferrari. Do you have anything you want to say to organizers? of these camps you know they might just be listening for us uh-uh, talk about me for like okay now you know or somebody who wants to organize camps is probably listening i want to you know hear you a camper a former camper ex-camper say is that that you want to say thank you you want to encourage them you want to tell them to add something to the menu not to add, tell them to add something to the list of activities or you know just tell them your mind everybody let's do this quickly quickly i would like for um giving us platform for organizing the camps, but I would like to speak to people that want to attend camp. There's something I want to say. I think I want to share my experience, something that happened to me. I think one thing you should know is camp is not like, camp is not the real world. Camp is is a secluded place where you are with Christians or let me just say people with, with probably same interests, but whatever you gain, whatever you learn, whatever you receive in camp, I think you should work on it or else you might lose it. Because 2015, after sticking in tongues, after being baptized in the Holy Ghost and everything, yeah. later on when when we left camp, the, the stuff was still there, but it was fading. Then when we just I think I, I think that was when I entered SS1. You know, the old senior, this thing, the <laughs> teenage guys and everything, almost all the fire everything everything was down so i went back into the into the world and you know by grace i rediscovered myself so what i just want Glory to say to if you don't if you don't work on it if you don't cultivate it it will it will leave you and you might have yeah. to start from so just whatever you learn just try to work on it and build on it oh amazing amazing for me god bless you god bless you. what he has said is the actual truth we are together with people of like mind like passion of fire um, iron sharpening another iron not plastic and when we go to the outside world we are separated and it's like we are not seeing people with like minds all together in one place again and the probability of having everything that we've learned everything that was preached we're like yes you know preach pastor preach pastor it's going to sound difficult like we are back to the battlefield and it's not a war it's not a fight to so stand for all that we have learned so i mean rather than just attending camp it's also very important very important to hold tightly to all that we have learned so that i mean ensure that the camp actually makes sense gracie is there something you'd like to say to the organizers of this camp um yes i'd like to say very very a very very big thank you to them because they actually try compared to how much we paid and what we got you can't you right. can't even come i would say big up to them and 
thank them for continuing the legacy for like over 20 something years it's not easy and i would like to say that we can add like some list of activities in escap like we can add like um a traditional i was really looking for like maybe an ankara night kind of thing i was really looking forward yeah. to that other than that i think yeah that's that's the only thing i would like to add oh thank you so much thank you so much success gracie okay my story can't be complete without me mentioning Kambo. It has helped to shape in my life. Like, helped me to grow up, helped me to see things, helped me to know how to blend in with people, how to do it on my own sometimes. So I would like to add something. Okay. Uh, something came to my mind. Uh, outside the Akara nights, I feel like they can also add like a beauty pageant, Mr. and Mrs. Camp or something, because they don't do that yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sure they are listening. I'm sure they are taking notes. Thank you very much. Finally, the last question. I did not anyway the list. I want us to quickly, very quickly say what the that always happens to you after you've attended the camp. For me, you can hear talk about Bali fans. You can hear this voice that sounded like that of Adagbero when you attend the camp. For me, I crack my voice or I lose my voice completely. Something should happen to my voice. Ferabi, what happens to you after you come? Um, same thing. I crack my voice also. <laughs> Gracie, what about you? Oh, sorry, same thing. <laughs> this is not how I sounded a week ago. <laughs> but yeah, I lose my voice. Oh, success, you too. Um, I didn't really lose my voice. My voice was quite hoarse, like as if I have cold. So, yeah. You, okay. Any last words before we call this a wrap? So we'll start from Gracie, then Ferrari, then success, then over to our very own Bolali. So keep a quick one to anyone listening right now to your listeners who are listening. Have you enjoyed this award just yes? And take okay, camps, 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 camps. Don't worry, you'll find the camps and things like to go to and have fun. Don't just have fun. Take something for yourself. It's not just a time for having fun and mixing up. It's a time to get something from God personally. Yeah. Um to the listeners. I think when you go to camps, our advice you mix with people, you network, and the relationships, the bonds you form in in that short period of time, it can actually help you in future. So just mix with people. Don't just be with the people you've known before. So mix and you meet new people. Shall just mix. I think I like to buttress what Fermi said earlier about um just everything you learn on camp don't let it end on camp try to like make sure that when you go outside try to put in the work like maybe spiritually you agree in camp then when you come back to the road also try to do things that can be your spiritually like having the right set of friends um reading books um changing a lot of things about like your playlist the type of movie you watch and everything so yeah just don't let it end on camp let it follow you when you're coming back thank you Amazing, amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have learned, I have learned, and I have unlearned. I hope you enjoyed this episode, amazing listener, just the same way I did and every of our guests did. Please remember, you can always hit me up on any of my social media platforms for vibes, comments, suggestions, and what have you. I remain your humble host, Mobolali Omoba, and that is my name on Twitter and Instagram. And you can always send me a mail tnbwithbolali at gmail.com till next time stay calm stay loved stay lovable stay loving stay on fire for god i love you and jesus loves you all bye